Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Cattle Station Classroom Podcast, where we learn about the North Australian beef industry and answer your questions. So, it doesn't matter how far from town you are, because we're bringing the classroom to you. Welcome to the Cattle Station Classroom Podcast. In today's lesson, we are going to learn about cattle supplementation with urea during the dry season. In planning this episode, I referred to the booklet Beef Cattle Nutrition and Introduction to the Essentials, which is available for free on the Meat and Livestock Australia website. I also referred to a number of articles on the Future Beef website. I'll be sure to put those links in the show notes below. Many of you will be familiar with the concept of the wet and dry seasons in northern Australia. During the wet season, plants are actively growing and at their peak nutrition. The plants will contain the most protein and energy that they ever will, and cattle will typically gain weight from eating them in this state. During the dry season, the available nutrition from those plants declines significantly. There will be less energy, and most importantly, less protein, which may mean that cattle aren't going to meet the protein needs in their diet to maintain weight or condition. Now, not all areas of Australia have a defined wet and dry season, such as semi-arid areas, so it may be more helpful to think about the growing and non-growing seasons. During the dry season, or the non-growing season, the amount an animal can eat is constrained by the speed of digestion of the herbage in the rumen. Simply put, cattle cannot eat the volume of poor quality feed needed to satisfy their nutritional demands. The bugs in their gut cannot digest it quickly enough to push it through the cow's system. Now, there isn't much that can be done to improve the digestibility of grasses during the dry season, but there is something we can do to increase the rate of digestion or the rate of passage through the system. And why is this important? Because when the rate of digestion is increased, it allows the animal to eat more. Think of it like this. You've just eaten something and you're feeling all ick and bloated. It's just sitting there in your stomach. You feel full and as such, you're not particularly hungry. 
Now, imagine if we could do something to get that food to digest faster. So you feel like you have more room and your appetite picks back up. That is what dry season supplementation with urea is targeting. It's not allowing the animal to get more nutrients out of their food, but consume more food overall. So how can we improve the rate of digestion? Well, we need the help of microbes. As we have just covered, the majority of feed available to grazing animals in the dry season is high in fibre and difficult to digest. The leaves are brittle, the stems are stiff, and the whole plant has low nutritional value. Very few animals, and no mammals, have the enzyme systems necessary to digest fibre. However, certain microbes do have these enzymes. Ruminants are mammals that have evolved a specialist digestive system that enables them to utilise high-fibre diets. This digestive system makes use of fibre-digesting microbes. The majority of these microbes live in the rumen and the reticulum, which are different compartments of the stomach. The microbes digest parts of the forage for their own growth and reproduction. That's right, they are little animals living in the stomach of a bigger animal, and like all animals, they need to poop. And it's this poop and the bodies of the dead microbes that provide protein to the cow. Healthy populations of microbes are largely dependent on adequate levels of nitrogen, sulfur and energy in the diet, which are key components of most protein sources. During the growing season, there's sufficient protein to keep the micropopulation a good, healthy size. The microbes are getting everything they need for their life cycle from the grass the cow is eating. With green grass, the plant fibres are softer and the contents of the plant cells supply these nutrients. Plant protein is broken down by the microbes to ammonia to make their microbial protein. Digestion is fast. The digested plant mass and fluids will soon pass through the rest of the digestive tract and the animal can start eating again. Happy days. However, in mature herbage, such as what there is in the dry season or the non-growing season, the plant fibres are lignified and hard and the plant cell contents have dried out. The level of protein is often too low for optimum microbe production and little of the rumen content can move on. The rumen stays full of undigested hard material and the grazing animal is unable to eat more. So once the population of the rumen microbes decline, the rate of digestion also declines and as such, the host animals, which in this case are cattle, eat less. So not only do cattle have access to pretty average nutrition during the dry or non-growing season, they also don't eat as much. Supplying protein supplements to cattle provides a source of nitrogen and sulfur for the development of large populations of desirable rumen microbes. So let's have a recap. The little tiny microbes that live in the largest compartment of the stomach of the cow, the rumen, break down the chewed plant material. It is the breaking down of their excrement and the little dead microbe bodies that provide protein to the cattle. In the dry season, or the non-growing season, 
The protein in the plant is low, and because it is so dry and stiff, it is hard for the microbes to break down the plant cells in the digestive system. As there is little protein available to the microbes, and the cell walls of the plants are hard for the microbes to break down, they starve a little bit. Their population decreases, and therefore there aren't as many dead microbes or micropoo being flushed through the digestive system, which would usually be the protein source for the cow. So then the cow becomes protein deficient. As the micropopulation decreases, there are less mouths to break down the hard plant cells and the rate of passage, aka the speed at which grasses pass from the mouth to the anus, slows right down. Because of this, there is now also an energy shortage for the cow. Now here's the thing. This problem could be addressed by feeding the cow something high in protein that she can absorb and use herself, such as grain or copra or palm kennel extract, and stop the reliance on these tiny little microbes. Yes, we absolutely could. This would be called supplying bypass protein. However, Australia, it's a pretty big country. And the distances between where grain is grown and the vast expanses of northern Australia where large numbers of cattle live are huge and freight is expensive. Believe it or not, it is more cost effective to supply the microbes with what they need to grow and flourish than it is to directly feed the cow. This is because microbes have the ability to synthesize protein from non-protein nitrogen sources. The concept of microbial growth using non-protein nitrogen is one of the most important in ruminant nutrition. Nitrogen is the major component of protein, so we can either feed the microbes protein or we can feed them nitrogen and they can build their own protein. Adding small amounts of non-protein nitrogen can allow the rumen microbes to break down hard plant fibers more quickly and to make more microbial protein and energy for the animal to digest in its true stomach. First of all, we're feeding the microbes. We're providing nitrogen to the microbes so they can grow their numbers. More microbes equals faster digestion, shorter retention and increased intake. But there's a second part. The bodies of the microbes flow in the rumen fluid down the animal's digestive system. They are then digested themselves by acid and enzymes in one of the other compartments of the stomach, the abomasum, along with nutrients that were not used by the microbes. Microbial protein makes up approximately 70% of all protein absorbed from the small intestine. And this protein is used for all sorts of bodily functions, such as milk production, reproductive tract reconditioning after calving, and young growing cattle in particular need relatively high levels of crude protein in their diets to support muscle growth. The most common form of non-protein nitrogen fed to cattle is called urea. As nitrogen is the major component of protein, The protein content of feeds is determined by multiplying the nitrogen content of the feed by 6.25. So let's take a feedstuff, for example, copra meal, which has a nitrogen content of approximately 3.36%. And then we will times it by 6.25, which will give us the crude protein content of approximately 21%. 
Now, say we have a urea product with a nitrogen content of 46%, times that by 6.25, and that gives us a crude protein equivalent of 287%, almost 14 times the protein content of copra meal. The high crude protein equivalent of urea is the reason it is so commonly included in supplements fed to grazing cattle during the dry season in northern Australia. Historically, urea has been the most cost-effective source of crude protein available for ruminants. As the nitrogen in urea is basically utilised by the rumen microbes, it is of little use as a protein supplement to species without a rumen and without rumen microbes, such as horses. The rate at which digestion occurs is governed, to a large extent, by the number and type of microbes present in the rumen at any time. A large healthy population of microbes results in faster digestion of feed and an increase in feed intake. Effective urea supplementation can result in an increase in appetite by up to 30%, and this needs to be taken into consideration when determining stocking rates. Urea supplementation usually results in a reduction in the rate of weight loss. It seldom results in increased weight gain. So if you think back to the beginning of this episode, we said cattle generally gain weight over the wet season when plant nutrition is high and they either maintain or lose weight over the dry season or the non-growing season when the quality of the feed declines. So feeding urea allows cattle to eat more but they don't necessarily get more from the pasture. So it's about slowing that rate of weight loss or stopping that weight loss, not actually gaining weight because even though they're eating more, what they're eating is still pretty low quality. You might have heard about the dangers of urea. Urea can and will kill cattle if consumed too quickly. Add too much urea and the extra ammonia will raise the pH of the rumen fluid and may be absorbed directly into the bloodstream in toxic amounts. When non-protein nitrogen, such as urea, is first fed, it takes a couple of weeks for the rumen microbes to change their composition to handle this new source of nitrogen. They need time to adapt, so you need to build up the dosage gradually. Unfortunately, it is neither safe nor practical to feed urea and sulfur alone to cattle in dry supplement systems. A number of ingredients must be added to dry lick recipes to reduce the risk of urea toxicity, while at the same time encouraging adequate supplement intakes by all animals within the group being fed. Ingredients commonly used in dry mixes to regulate intake include salt, protein meals, alternative nitrogen and sulfur sources, and small amounts of molasses. And these generally only affect the palatability or taste. Different tastes are attractive to cattle in different areas. Some cattle may readily eat salt, while others won't. That is why there are a variety of licks available. So the take-home messages from this lesson are, we are feeding the microbes, not the cow. Feeding the microbes in the dry season with urea will maintain a healthy population of them in the rumen, which will allow even hard, brittle feed in the non-growing season to be digested. Urea will feed the microbes, but you need to go steady. If cattle eat too much urea when the microbe population is low, it will be absorbed through the gut wall into the bloodstream and kill the cattle. To rectify this, always start with a low urea content in the dry season lick and build it up slowly. This way, the microbes will get excited, start reproducing, 
the population will build up and they can quickly digest the urea as it comes through the cow's body. There will also be more of them to digest the dry season grass, increasing the speed at which feed travels from one end of the cow to the other, allowing them to eat more. And remember, supplementing cattle with non-protein nitrogen, such as urea, does not generally improve their production, but it prevents further loss. So it is important to start supplementing cattle before they lose too much weight or condition. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 